Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, Metroplex. This is the Hump Day. Hump. Edition of Sean, RJ, and Bobby. DFW Sports Station is 105.3. The fan, thanks for being a Tolo that stands for Turn It On, Leave It On. We got Peyton and Ryan in the back. I guess we should go around the NFL real quick. Going to try to make this real quick before getting into this Texas Rangers profile piece that I am in love with. Uh, People are talking at the Combine in Indianapolis, and one of them is, you know what, I'll save Dan Quinn. Raheem Morris destroyed his quarterbacks yesterday (laughs) on Atlanta. He said, if we had a better quarterback play, if we had better quarterback play, I may not be standing here at the podium. So he's sitting there saying it's the top priority, but Desmond Ritter, Heineke, you are not it. New contract for Tua T in Miami. How could that affect Dak? The Minnesota Vikings say that Devon, excuse me, the Raiders say Devontae Adams is not going anywhere. The Minnesota Vikings basically saying the same thing about Justin Jefferson. Sean Payton saying they're going to make a Russell Wilson decision within the next two weeks. If they release Russ, they would create nearly $50 million in cap space, but take on an $85 million hit in dead money. Does it matter so the, they have to have the, have this done by the end of the league, by the start of the league year, right? Is that how that's going to work for them? I, I, like I believe, with without looking at the specifics of his contract, I believe his is one that like gets guaranteed triggers at the start of the league year. So yeah, they would have to get that done relatively quickly. Oh yeah, and probably the biggest story: everyone thinks that the Chicago Bears general manager basically said we're trading Justin Fields. We want to do right by Justin. Reporters also tried to kind of spin him saying when. He didn't say if, he said when. So people are trying to go ahead and make that a headline. And then our very own from Odyssey. Odyssey. Boomer Esiason said, if the Chicago Bears general manager doesn't draft Caleb Williams, he needs to be gone. It's over. This, they're taking this kid right here, and if they don't take this kid, then Ryan Paul should be fired. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you gotta, you gotta restart the quarterback clock. You got all the assets from the trades that you've made. Um, you're sitting pretty. You kept your head coach. You got a new offensive coordinator in there. 
you know, you could you could say that they, they should have hired Cliff Kingsbury, but he ended up going to Washington. Kale Williams is from Washington, D.C. This is interesting because I either they are doing a great job of misdirection and throwing people off or they genuinely have no clue what they want to do. Because we had Lewis Riddick and Peter King both insinuate in the last 48 hours that the trading of the first pick was more likely. And then yesterday it was all no. Wait, wait, who else said that besides Peter King? Lewis Riddick at ESPN, yeah. who's former GM, has interviewed, or former player personnel director has interviewed for GM jobs recently. And so, like, that's been some of the buzz within the last 48 hours. And then you have in the last 24, the buzz picking up for no, it's going to be Fields that gets moved. I, I think that speaks to them being genuinely conflicted. I mean, I, look, I, I, I would not, I mean, I guess it would not be out of their own possibility that they trade both Fields and the number one pick. And they could trade down a spot. It, you know, if, like, if let's say Washington says, hey, we'll give you two ones yeah. just to move up one spot, which I, that may be high. I don't know. Sure. I, I mean, yeah, if Washington wants to move up a spot, San Francisco did that to uh, Chicago, Chicago for Trubisky yeah. years ago, where they flipped a single spot and they got an, an extra first out of it. Yeah. Um. So, so same sort of thing. They absolutely could do that, and then still, have, if they like Drake May, they could get Drake May. Yeah. If they like Jaden Daniels, which I don't know why, if you're you're moving on from Justin Fields, you would want Jaden Daniels. But I mean, if they want to do that, they could do that. Jaden Daniels is not a better thrower than Justin Fields. I don't think so. I, I, I Jaden Field, Jaden Daniels to me has maybe Jaden Fields. I, 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 I'm, I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson. Obviously, to me, he is a poor man's Lamar Jackson. I don't think he even does the things that Lamar does well. I, I think the most likely thing is what we heard yesterday. I'm going to choose to believe that they're not confused, that Peter mm-hmm. King and Lewis Riddick are wrong, and the Bears kind of tipped their hand a little bit in saying, we're going to trade him. Uh, that, so that, yeah. that, that's, that's what I'm guessing is going to happen. Timeline last year when they made the decision to bail out of the pick was uh, week the Friday after the combine. So I would guess they're getting through the combine. They're letting people determine – how badly do they want to come up? What are they willing to offer and let teams figure out if Fields is the better option for them? If this puts Washington back on the freaking map, if they right. get the gift, if Caleb Williams is mm-hmm. not, you know, a problem child, Kyler Murray type diva, if this puts them back on the freaking map, I will hate Chicago more than I already do. I mean, and now look, I mean, Chicago could very well take Caleb Williams. They take Drake May and Drake May could turn into Caleb Williams. I mean, there's like, you know, the. the just, you know, the quarterback could turn in and, and hit, and you have no idea. You have no idea if the quarterback's going to hit or not. Like, everything is so up in the air with these guys. You know, you just have to value and trust in what you've seen or what you think. If Washington is revived, regard, even if it's because they handed Caleb Williams over and it's Cliff Kingsbury, if Washington is revived with Dan Quinn as the head coach, that will become Jerry's new Sean Payton. Oh, my gosh, I let him get out the door. What was I doing? Especially with Dan Quinn being really good, I think, of not really giving an answer here. He was asked at the Combine, so, okay, Coach, what went wrong in that playoff loss to the Packers that many think was going to cost you this head coaching opportunity? Yeah, of course. That was a, a huge after action to, to find why that performance wasn't to the standard you know that we had set. And I wish there was one thing to say – you know, this is one thing that we could have done differently in that space because those are games are the ones that, that leave a scar. You know, they were hard to deal with. Um, the team had been an excellent tackling team, creating takeaways, and so uh, not having to be in the same space for that, uh, that hurt and that stung. But uh, if there was one thing that you would have put your finger on, you certainly would have done that early uh, to go. But the team had been excellent at not allowing explosive plays, and certainly in that game, uh, more than, than was needed. 
All right, so I guess he's saying explosive plays, bad tackling, number one reason in Dan Quinn's mind yesterday. Yeah, but why, Dan Quinn? Why? The, like, if, if all year you had been great at limiting, you know, explosive plays and you were going up against what universally everybody felt like was an inferior opponent, why did that happen? All right, let's get to this Wyatt Langford profile from Jeff Passan, ESPN. Bobby sent over a huge paragraph. RJ had his thoughts, and then I just went and read the whole thing. And I have about 12 different paragraphs to get through (laughs) before the end of the show. I'm just going to read and stop me wherever you want. During the first week of spring training, Mike Maddox, pitching coach, we all know, returned to the team's clubhouse after watching a live batting practice session and declared, I just saw the best player on the field. The room of coaches and personnel, they perked up. Because we all know about the Rangers' development when it comes to pitching being a big fail around here. And with DeGrom and Scherzer injured, everyone in the room was like, ooh, Maddox found us a gem on the mound. Who's it going to be? Because we need help early on. Who is it? Who'd you see throw? He said, no one. Wyatt Langford. Mm. That was the best player on the field. Maddox's answer surprised no one internally. After sliding to Texas at the number four pick in a loaded 2023 draft, Langford, now 22, spent two months destroying four minor league levels. In 200 plate appearances, he hit 10 home runs. The slash line was 360, 480, and 677. He arrived this spring in real competition to make the club. And according to Chris Young and only the Rangers outfield excellence, the only thing is the Rangers outfield being a little bit packed between Langford and an everyday big league role. Okay, so I'll stop you there. If Mike Maddox is right, and maybe Mike Maddox is using hyperbole or he's just like getting giddy about about like watching his natural talent, but if Mike Maddox is right and he's one of the best players that's stepping out there on the field, a log jam in the outfield can't be enough of a reason to keep him off the roster. Like, like they need, then you need to fix your log jam. Right. If he's your be- if he's the best player, you gotta. That's right. You gotta figure out something mm-hmm. with Tavares. You gotta you gotta well, do you, something. Well, yeah, but you, you you run out of words after do something I, I'm because not, you're not doing I'm, anything. Give me the other guys I'm you're not putting gonna, to the bench. I'm not going to move Carter and Adolis, but to me that like yeah. makes it easy slam dunk. Okay, your outfield needs to be Carter, Adolis, and Wyatt Langford. Then yeah, there's one option basically. You're not doing anything with Evan Carter or Garcia. Right. So there's one option. Not a, or not a you're, you're basically, if you need to find the spot, you either need to pick, you know, you're going to have to do something with Laoti Tavares, or you're going to have to say, sorry, Justin Foskey, I know this was supposed to be your time at DH, but we're giving it to Wyatt Langford. We continue. Langford's right-handed swing has impressed the Rangers so thoroughly, he was under substantial consideration to make his major league debut during the playoffs last year. End of the regular season, Adolis gets injured. Rangers discussed promoting Langford to fill out an already dangerous lineup. They were not afraid of his age or his inexperience. Danny Duffy had to do a minor league rehab mm-hmm. in Double A. He said, I got him out once, and it was the first pitch I ever threw. It was a changeup. I didn't want to challenge him. Ball was flying. I hadn't given up a homer all year. He was not about to be my first, it- and he just missed one. He hit it like 400 feet in the air to the middle of center field. If he would have clipped it, it would have gone to the embassy suites. Scherzer faced him after returning from injury. Didn't know who Langford was before the live BP in October. Scherzer learned quickly. Langford hammered a double off the wall. As the month went on and the Rangers cruised to the pennant, Langford continued to flabbergast onlookers, consistently barreling balls at 110 miles per hour plus 
territory typically reserved for elite major league hitters. Adolis' oblique injury suffered in Game 3 reignited the chatter to summon Langford up. Listen to what Donnie Ecker said, the bench coach. He was right there in the conversation. And if he did play, he was going right in the three-hole. This is Donnie Ecker saying he's going right in the three-hole. Now, it sounds like Bochy just gave the Bobby reaction. Bochy's like, I don't know if he would have hit third, to be honest. (laughs) But watching him hit live BP was impressive. The numbers, what he was doing was incredible. You can't ignore it. Then you get to know the man. He's got no fear. This is a lot of what we heard about Carter. He said, you saw what Evan did. And we had that go on here. They're young kids. We didn't think, though, that he would be afraid. There, there is only, I'm seeing only one flaw. And that's that he went to Florida. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. He's, a, he's a gator. I, I am seeing one flaw in this dude. But you don't love these pieces like I do. No, I hate these pieces because I, I think it's unfair to the player. I, I think they're completely unfair. Tell us about it, LeBron. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Because, like, my first takeaway was, holy S, like, this team's got Mike Trout. And then my second take. And, and Buster Posey. And Buster Posey. After, yeah. bo- after Bobby's hype yesterday. And my second take is, like, they're not even going to let this kid remotely have expectations that are reachable. Like, that's the reason. Like, you know, when you start comparing and throwing names out, and, I, and, and I'll be li- I have a love-hate with comps. I love the I love the I get you know I love the cop, but then it's like all right if he doesn't let's just say you comp him to Trout and he turns out like it's a smidge below and it's like okay well mad disappointment didn't he didn't hit his expectations or if he's the best player like they're saying best player on the field and then it turns out that he's the fourth best player on the field which is still amazing at his age it's like well up disappointment and I just I hate that you set kids up for failure with these things by by putting undue expectations on. I get it. I get it. Pass has got a job to do. Uh, you know, God knows it's not coming on this show. Uh, <laughs> not but without I approval just, anyway. Just, yeah, it's just like I do think that we, we we put expectations on players that they'll just never reach. Oh, uh, uh, Wemby, the best prospect ever. Like, how foolish is that? Or Trevor Lawrence is is is, is John Elway and, and Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck all wrapped into one. And it's like, guys. Agreed generally, but like, who we're quoting here, we're talking about Donnie Ecker and Mike Maddox. Like, Donnie Ecker saying he's hitting third. Mike Maddox saying this is the best yeah, player on the field. It. Like, these are guys who, it, it's similar. What it reminds me of, it reminds me of, you remember those mic'd up clips we heard during um, Hard Knocks where people were reacting to Micah yeah. in training camp. They're like, holy cow, he's yeah. good. Like, and it was one of those things where it's like, we didn't even totally buy it. We're like, all right, this is Hard Knocks hype. But like, the players were telling you on the field, like, he's that good. Two things that were interesting to me here. One, it sounds like they were way closer to potentially adding him to the postseason roster than had been publicly discussed. Yeah. And then two, you mentioned Justin Foskey, Buster Posey comparison from Donnie Ecker. Then Donnie Ecker says he's in third. I think maybe when we see Donnie Ecker yeah. quotes, we need to go, okay, how does Bochi view it? It might be yeah. taken with a grain of salt. We need to get Donnie Ecker on. <laughs> yeah, we do. He's going to give us all the Merrill Hodge quotes, man. Yeah, exactly. All right, so there it is on your home of the World Series champs. In case you're new to the show and the station, that's us. Home of the Rangers and home of the Cowboys, where Stephen Jones did a lot of talking, a lot of productive talking yesterday. Is Jimmy Johnson really on the Cowboys advisory board? And what is missing that they have to add this offseason to make us not snooze through 17 games before another playoff disappointment? Stephen Jones talks about that during the Commercial Free Expressway next. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Expressway, and we are commercial-free on your home of the Dallas Cowboys. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, Cowboys insider Bobby Belt with the Hump Day edition. Hump Day! Hump Day! We got Peyton and Ryan in the back, and shout-out to YouTube, Twitch, all the Twolos, Helping us uh, be the number one station in all of Dallas-Fort Worth with the latest ratings that came out. Uh, we got to do some YouTube and Twitch special giveaways. We got to have radio giveaways, and we got to have YouTube and Twitch giveaways for all the Twolos. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. I need to, uh, I, I don't know, maybe um, like I, I can give golfing lessons or something like that, something that's really valuable. As soon as I say something. No one would want that. <laughs> I agree. John Smoltz would want it. Maybe a, it. maybe a day. A, a, do you think that Smoltz was getting a little short yesterday because he was unhappy with our Diamondbacks jokes or he was just on the course? Oh, I think it's that he was on the course and playing poorly. Uh, <laughs> look, I mean, like, I, I can't. But he said he's going he's gonna to finish better in Los Colinas at the tournament than he did last year where he finished sixth, but then he said he was playing poorly right now. He also said the the Orioles, the Diamondbacks, the Rays, yeah. and the Astros were going to finish a lot better That's than right. they did. He did. So <laughs> I he don't is necessarily in Q trust school. him. He is in Q school, right? He's trying to get on the senior tour. He's uh, he's serious about this. How about that six of them that was playing yesterday? Yeah. Are we uh, allowed to say that? Um, I mean, I guess we just did. No, we didn't. <laughs> we did it all, actually. We, we did it all, actually. <laughs> I have no idea what you're referencing. <laughs> I texted Bennett Glazer uh, from uh, because we were talking about Rangers All-Star Week and, you know, getting tickets, and I was like, tell me you just heard us talking about you. 
Uh, but that was like at 6.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I guess Mr. Glazer was not up. Well, he was up later on texting about uh, a golf sixum, was it? Yeah, it was a sixum getting ready to tee off. I, I don't know. I mean, there may have been a guy or two or three on the tour and a former NFL quarterback and a former NHL, I don't say superstar, but yeah, Dallas star great. Jerome Aginla. No. Oh. Married uh, his teammate's daughter. I'll read it. I don't care. <laughs> Woody Allen. Uh, Will Zelatoris, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, Kelly Kraft, Tony Romo, and Brendan Morrow getting ready to what tee off. What a day. What a, what, a, what a group. Right? I hope they let him play. Now, listen. I hope they let him play as a group, as six. Now, generally, courses don't allow six. But when it's those guys. You going to tell them no? Right. Well, it's this course. They might. At yeah, this course, they might. It's tell a golf them no. course. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Probably an uppity golf. It's an course. uppity golf course. I know it, it, it's. I just they, it's they, a golf course. Did they, you lose your mind when that Spieth signing card story came out? Uh, no. I'm trying to think exactly what the parameters were of that. Um, he just signed the wrong card, or he didn't sign. Oh, it that, oh, oh, the scorecard. Yes, I did. That's so dumb. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it was a terrible. It's a terrible look for the PJ Tour. Look, it's his fault because he didn't. He had. He has to know what the score is, but Shotlink had it as the same score he did, and Shotlink is the one that's, like, that's on the board. It's, it's, so Shotlink had it wrong, too. And the guy in the scores room told him, you've got your score right. Everything checks out. And that's when he left. And once he left the room, uh, it was over. But the guy DQ'd. That was, DQ'd. And the guy that was in the scoring That's tent, the dumbest rule in sports. Yeah. That's, that that's pretty bad. That that to me, like, I I know there's no perfect analogy, but that to me is like, oh, Mike McCarthy going yeah. into halftime. You didn't... Uh, he didn't write down the right score, uh, and so yeah. like the Cowboys lose. We're way beyond that. You're supposed I'm, to be keeping track of the score, not the not the NFL or yeah, whoever. We're, we're way beyond that in 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 technology. We're it was a pretty bad analogy. Yeah, we're way beyond. Thank you. <laughs> technology. We're way past the player keeping his own score and having to sign that and everything. Again, oh, I understand man. why they do it, but me. it's it, you can't. That, that's Joe. stupid. That's a bad rule. Stephen Jones talking yesterday at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, and he was asked, "Hey, is Jimmy Johnson really?" On y'all's new advisory board? <laughs> oh, no. Well, Stop. We all know what. Oh, no. We got another version of the Steven laugh. I made sure to include the laugh. I, I, I didn't want to just start with his words. I thought that you would want to hear the laugh. You're going to have to mix that. those. The McCarthy opening press conference laugh along with this one, Peyton. We're going to have to get some, uh, some, some production skills. Now let's hear it. Laugh included and the answer. <laughs> well, we all know what we think of Jimmy. Uh, certainly it was great to get him uh, in the ring of honor. Uh, and he's certainly a guy uh, that Jerry respects his opinion. I respect his opinion. Uh, the success he had here with the Cowboys is undeniable. Uh, that's why he's in the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's why he's in the Ring of Honor. So not no. just what he's done for us, but, you know, as a coach in general. So, uh, so he's not. Uh, you know, I know Jerry picks up the phone and likes to uh, talk to a lot of folks that he respects. I mean, he used to talk to John Madden as well. So uh, I think he's... Uh, you know, certainly somebody, it's always great to bounce something off of. Okay, so, no. Uh, you're on the, you might be on the fave, fave 15, not the fave 5. It, it's it's a no, <laughs> but they, they've done so much. They've gotten so much good PR out of repairing the Jimmy relationship that I, I, I don't think Steven wants to have the quote out there of like, <laughs> no, no, that's as a, there, there's no, uh, there's no advisory committee and Jimmy certainly <laughs> wouldn't be on it. Yeah, I, I think that he's he's not going to risk any 
public goodwill they've built up patching that relationship up. Will Steven be specific about the Cowboys' actual team needs at the Combine and in this offseason? We certainly have obvious needs, uh, you know, on both defense and offense that we'll need to uh, to look at uh, with guys who are going to be free agents, obviously Tyron and Baidaz and, uh, you know, you got guys who are, uh, going to be free on that side. Uh, obviously, the linebacking situation, we got a little thin there. Uh, you know, what Mike's vision is for Micah. Is he a true, you know, pass rusher most of the time? Or has got some, you know, last year he ended up, that's pretty much what he did. And I think, you know, very effective. But I think it hurt us with our linebacker depth because we were thinking, of, you know, he was going to do more linebacking. But, you know, I think between the linebacker situation and, you know, obviously we're, we're still working work in progress on getting better against the run. I, he, Does that make you uneasy at all, Chop? <laughs> the fact yeah, that, that he doesn't know a player's last name? name? Well, I mean, that makes that. me very uneasy. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> I, I, like, like, like he's he's made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah I mean, come on. You got you to learn his name. But Wait, I, are we sure it's Biotish? It is Biotish. We're 100% sure. 100% sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, for Jerry to mess it up is one thing. Like, we got to, this, this has got to get rectified. This is this is well, this he's is gonna, he's not going to be here. Now they is, don't have to rectify it. <laughs> I think this is way worse than Brian Purdy saying Corey Mahore, <laughs> the GM of our building. Oh, man, don't call him out like that. <laughs> <Good God. laughs> I don't like this two access card rule, Brian. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like these two access passes. But man, hey, you hear that? You hear that, Brian? Now move the new building far west. Yeah, that's right. Las Colinas. Yeah. That's where you need to I, move here, to. Uh, here's my theory. Stephen knows it's biotish. Steven said by it as so that you would then be distracted by the fact that he basically said, yeah, we Bye. we anticipated that Micah was going to be playing linebacker. We were only in a pinch, and that's why he had to rush the passer, but he was supposed to be part of our linebacker yeah. core consistently. Yeah, that was a little weird that he talked about Micah at all as a linebacker. And he said, you know, depends on what Mike Zimmer's plan is for him. So, I mean, that almost sounds like he's like, hey, it's kind of up in the air. Like, Zim might view him as a full-time linebacker. Oh, my. Watch, this is going to end up making you and I look really stupid on Mike Zimmer. No, double-A like, gap blitzes, baby. Oh my it's gosh. all good. Hey, listen, no. if they, if they, if, look, if they want him to play linebacker, but his only role is just blitzing from the A-gap, fine. Whatever. So I, Mike I'm seems fine to think that. his only role is. That, that's it. I, it. Don't put him in coverage. Don't what did you just say? Coverage. I said that's what Micah seems to think his only role is. What? Blitzing. Just go. Just rush after the quarterback. I mean, Dwight Freeney made the Hall of Fame by by just doing that, right? Well, that's I mean, fine if Mike is just a pass rusher. Yeah. Sure, if that's what's totally designed fine. for him to do on the play. Yeah. So, Steven, oh, was that a freelance? I think you can clearly see some freelance on Mike's tape. So, he talked about left tackle, center, a lot about linebacker. This team is getting some linebackers, RJ, so just get ready for that. And then... Talk I don't about, have a problem with them taking linebacker. Just, I, don't, so I don't want it in the first round. They've just, they've just devoted so much to that position over the last, what, eight years, ten years? Like, but if I tell you you're getting Fred Warner in the first round, you're taking him, right? Like, if you know it's going to be Fred Warner, you'll take him at 24, right? At 24, yeah. I'll I mean, take I, Fred Warner at, at five. I, like, I would. Uh-huh. I love Fred Warner. I, th- I think Fred Warner's a stud. Well, he's a, Hall of, yeah, a potential Hall of Famer. You're talking about Bobby Wagner, Fred Warner, Keekly. It's hard it, to... It's funny, Brian had brought this up recently when we were doing Love the Star, is that, like Chop just said, they've thrown resources at linebacker. It's like, well, what's the deal? Why, why haven't you guys been able to make linebacker work? You guys keep throwing resources at it. And Brian's like, think about every linebacker they've really invested in. Every single last one of them had their career cut short by injuries. Leighton Vander Esch is heading on that path. Damone Clark was a guy who had that cervical issue, the, the neck issue that 
like they thought his career was going to be over. Bruce, Bruce Carter's Carter. career ended early. Sean Lee's career ended early. All these investments that they've made in linebacker, Jalen Smith, all the investments that they've made in linebacker that were substantial were all guys who were severely like red flagged as medical concerns. There's some meat in here in these comments, though. I was worried. I was worried Bobby was just Adderalled up. And just editing and trying to go ahead and, uh, you know, outshine Peyton. But there's some uh, there's some meat here in these answers. You brought up Mike Zimmer. Does Mike Zimmer change what kind of defensive players you guys are going to be looking for now? There's always a little difference when you make that change. I mean, that's why, you know, it's a little bit of a challenge when you make that transition. Every guy is going to be a little bit different. I mean, there was a difference between uh, Kellen and uh, Mike in terms of, uh, you know, the way they go about having success on the offensive side of the ball. Certainly there'll be some differences, you know, in the way Mike has had success in this league and then the way certainly a difference in the way Dan has. I had asked Brian. Brian is going to be a good resource on the this idea of, like, what are his non-negotiables? What are Zimmer's non-negotiables for players? And one of the having things... Fun. Well, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, but one of the things that he had said was, and it's similar to what we've seen from recent defensive coordinators here in Dan Quinn and Chris Richard, but it's the length at corner. He's like, that's the big trademark for Zimmer. Zimmer wants length at corner. Zimmer is not going to, Zimmer is going to continue this thing of like, Deshaun well, Wright's still alive. Yeah, yeah baby. Five, 10 corners. Nope. Uh, not, not unless you've got like, you know, the arm length to, to now, obviously there's exceptions to every rule. The Seahawks had Quandre Diggs. Uh, Mike Zimmer had following him at three different stops had Terrence Newman, who was, I, I don't believe Newman was no. bigger than like 5'11", 5'10", something like that. But there's exceptions to every rule, but generally it's going to be that same big length at corner is something that he's going to want. And then the follow-up was, what about the thoughts on no fun, Mike Zimmer's pretty gruff mm. reputation, Stephen? You know, I, I think it's a, you know, very uh, no-nonsense, uh, you know, Hold people very accountable uh, to everything. Not that Dan, I, I don't want this to be a, well, Dan wasn't. But, uh, you know, I think Mike just, you know, the best way to say it is he's got that edge, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, how he goes about coaching and how he goes about working with his players. All right, so there's Stephen Jones talking about it. Mike Zimmer, you know, I don't know if he loved that reputation being thrown at him during his opening press conference, but I love it. I hope he's a total jerk. I I mean, (laughs) again, Brian worked with him for a long time. Brian said, if he says hi to you in the hallway, you feel like you're doing pretty good. Like if Zim just says like, hey, how you doing? He he says like, oh, Mike likes me. Like like it's a, he is just, he is all business. He's very serious. He's very intense. Uh, I'm sure that creates no insecurities around the building. Yeah. You know what? Insecurities for who? Everybody else but Mike Zimmer. You know, like if, he doesn't, if he doesn't say anything to you, like as he walks by, that's got to create get a little animosity, insecurities, get right? A, get a little insecure, get a little uncomfortable. Like, like they they need it. They have a mixture of it, and, and they he, have a mix. That Mike McCarthy is a player's coach. Jerry Jones, Dan mm-hmm. Quinn, it was all hugs and 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 butt pats. Now they have a mix of it. Yeah, now they have Zimmer. a mix. Of yeah, it. yeah, because of Zimmer. But before that, I mean, look, I I think Dan Quinn was a really good coach. I I did not think like the narrative around him at the end was totally fair, but you know, Steven didn't want to say it there. Dave Campo was happy to say it with us, which he's like, Dan Quinn is a put his arm around you type of coach. And he's like, those guys don't need to put on, put an arm around your coach on that defense right now. They need the guy who's going to go in there and look, 
I think specifically, I'm going to be fascinated. I think one of the big storylines heading into next year is going to be the Mike Zimmer, Micah Parsons relationship. Not just how he's being used, but does Micah take to that coaching? Does Micah take to like what Zimmer had talked about of, I think great players want to be coached hard. Something Jalen Mills told us while he was in here. Or is it something where Micah goes like, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah. Who are you to tell me or, or who are you to approach me like this when I am the guy on this defense? Yeah. And I think it'll tell you a lot about whether or not that's a guy you want to pay $35 million to. It's wet $35 million. And what if they put up a linebacker at 35 mil? Good gosh. Just, just bury me. Still it's, making less be, than Derek Carr. I would be in shit. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Wednesday. It's Expressway. It's time to chop it up. All right, here we go, fellas. Let's have a little fun today. Our favorite announcer, Sean Sharif. Oh, my. Are back. The Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils. Holy smokes. These are the student announcers. And they're back, baby. They are back. Now, this is from, remember them from last year. Um, and look, backstory, like they are student announcers, obviously they're just out there having fun. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what like you would want if you're Mississippi or a lot of colleges. You Charlton State. Charles, have, make it a, make it a gimmick. Let them have fun. Yeah. Higher chop. Yeah. Let them have, let these kids. <laughs> what, what did you think I was referencing? <laughs> what do you have been so good at not adding on and trying to top. So I get one. What did you think I was I saying? Get, I get one. It's Wednesday. That, that's one. That's far from my quota, Sean. <laughs> using his leadership, using his body. Yes, thank you. Thank that's you. my favorite quote. The Delta Devils, baby. Okay, so let's go back to last year. There was a situation where a cheerleader was escorted uh, out after coming on the floor. And this is where, this, this is where these guys first kind of Goodness. popped on the scene. Layup up and no good by Thompson. And um, the Alabama a and coach, he's, he's fussing. He's fussing and cussing. <laughs> the, and coach is, coach is kind of losing it over here as he feels like. Security! Um, and they're calling security, not sure what's going on. And they're going to put one of the cheerleaders out of the game, it seems. Security has got involved, and it, it, it's getting real heated here at, at the R.W. Harrison Company. They're walking toward the cheerleading section, <laughs> and they're gonna escort one of the cheerleaders out. They say one of the cheerleaders walked onto the court, and they're gonna say she has to go. Yeah. So that was that's like that's how they started, right? Fussing and a cussing. Yeah. Okay. Just just great, like kids throwing out these little colloquialisms and everything, whatever that word is. I can't really pronounce it. No, you my, hit it. My tongue doesn't work very well sometimes. You know, it. Seven thirty in the morning. That's what she said. Uh, haha. <laughs> But they're back. 
They're back again this year. Now, the Delta Devils are not having themselves a very good season. Mm. They are 0-14 in the SWAC. Mm. They are 0-27 on the year. Mm. Until now. And Andre, that's game! And that will be game! And that will be game! <laughs> With that game, the Fairview Panthers will fall to 10 in your night. And 16, 5 and 10 to Swank. The Mississippi Fairview Devils Devil will improve to 1 and 27. What a senior. 1 and 14 to Swank. Let's go! <laughs> Win led by no, no one other than Raekwon Brown. Raekwon Brown. Why, thank you, my guy. Host of Delta Devil and Devil Feature tonight. And everyone just contributed to this win. And Big shout out, A.D. Hakeem McClellan. Big shout out, Kyle. Big shout out to B-Cub. Shout out to JR behind the camera. Shout out to everybody who's a part of this production company. Shout out to Andre Williams, my partner, my business partner. Big shout out to Caleb. Big shout out to Coach Ivory. Big shout out to the Swag. Big shout out MVSU Beat Club. Valley Sports Network. Until next time, baby. Man, we love you, baby. Wow. great. Sounds like my boy Terrence. He's got, he got that same twang and the same yeah. accent right there. There's so many good drops in there. Too. So good. My so partner, good. my guy. <laughs> One in 27. Has Jay Billis gotten these guys fired yet, though, for encouraging, for encouraging uh, storming yeah. the court? That's right. They stormed yeah. it. These, these two kids having fun. I fully I fully support That's this. awesome. Big time cool. Uh, all right. Uh, Sean, you have a uh, – is it breaking news? Have you told this? You have a child on the way. Yeah. yeah breaking news. Yeah, I did. Sean has a child on and the Zach way. And Zach had his. Zach had his. Um, now – are you hire? Do you have a name, or are you hiring a professional baby namer? No, there's not a job for this. This there is like a coaching hiring firm. Is a job for this? There's a naming firm. It's a woman. It's an individual woman. Kyle Yeomans. Not Kyle Yo. Congratulations, Dan. By the way, he just had his triplets. He's got three to name. Oh gosh. Um. So parents are now. Although I will say this, the the one thing I have heard that's very interesting is parents waiting for the baby to come out before naming. So they look at the child and see yep. what they look. Oh, oh, he looks like an Edward. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Because newborn babies always look exactly yeah. how they're going to look for right. their life. Yeah, they all look yeah. like aliens. They do. They should, we should have My, like a ton of ETs. You're, you're going to have a lot of kids named Spock. One, yeah. One, one of the truest things I've ever heard was. You never realize how many people you hate until you start trying to name a baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. is. Oh. Nope. Can't do that. That reminds me of that person. Not doing that. Nope. Yep. 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 So y'all do have the name picked out or not? Uh, I think it's like 99.9% okay. done. Yep. All right. Very, now, are you. Bobby with an IE. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> so. My wife would. <sighs> murder you. <laughs> She'd do a lot of things. <laughs> she might push it back in. <laughs> so that baby might be up for adoption real quick. I'm, I've been looking for one. It is. Yeah, sorry. What a, that would get you your baby. I've been shopping for one, so yeah. People are now naming their children. 
So when you think of like why you're naming your child this or that, whatever, it could be a family name. It could be, you know, uh, something that's kind of chic in vogue, new, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they are now naming children the new trend because of what the potential social media handles could be. <laughs> so these so the so this one. Um, what or, do you think of people who have? IG handles for their baby or for their pet. Well, we are thinking of doing a dog uh, uh, IG account. We are considering. Well, so douchey. Yeah. You, oh yeah. We and we dress them. We you, dress. You in the winter, dress in the, the dog time, in the winter time. We'll put a, a sweater on him because it gets chilly. Put some socks on him. His, his he nipples get those cold. Pads. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Need some socks. But um, yes, yeah, so we're considering doing the the Instagram account for our dog. Uh, but yeah, this is for. They say name your child. Not that they're saying name. This is what's happening. Is the trend is you name your child something that would be cool on an Instagram account, like uh, so for um, for boys. Uh, the suggestions for the Instagram account are Ferris Keaton Townsend. That's the new thing, right? Ferris like Keaton Townsend is one name or separate? No, names? Keaton is one one name, and then Townsend is one name. So, so how does that you're, play? So you you could have uh, an Instagram account like uh, Ferris Wheels or Ferris Wheel. You know, like or, you know, you you make it up, right? Yeah. You you make up your your Instagram account name for girls. Like they suggest Burdina, Doretta, and Velma. 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 Could you imagine naming your kid Velma? Uh, another trend for 2024 is names that end in IE. Boom. You can be wow. a trendsetter. Wow. You're going to see a lot more Sunnies and a lot more Lenny's. I hate that name. Oh, Lenny I, and Sunny. Oh, I hate that name. And the IE ending is for both boys and girls. I hate that girl. I hate the woman I know named Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> Good uh, God. They love the devil. Another thing not is. Not the listener. <laughs> not, 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 not is there a listener, listener. Yeah, we got a loyal listener who she shows up to all of our remotes. Her not you, listener. Sunny. Yeah. Not you. Um, ma- boy names for girls is very, very popular. A unisex name, unisex names for boys is very, very popular. Okay, so is this city names too? But is this a firm naming babies or just yeah? So like this is like this firm. So people are letting hire them out. So people are just letting them like I'm going to go with it. Whatever you pick, whatever you come up with, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, and it's, you pay like 500 bucks, and you get an interactive. This is a, a genius business. Oh, you do not. You sit on a taking Zoom advantage call. of a, a stupid. Society. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know who the opponent is. We're losing our next war. We're getting our asses kicked by yeah. whoever in the future. I'm just getting in, trying to save up enough money to move to Canada. Yeah. There yeah. you go. It's like uh, Einstein said, uh, he, they asked him what, uh, you know, what weapons they'll use in World War Three, And he goes, I don't know, but I know in World War Four they'll use sticks. Do you realize? Like in the Stone Age by yeah. then. If the Kardashians open up a baby naming firm. Oh. Or Taylor Swift, how many people would pay them to name their children? They'd be worth... They're worth a billion now. Yeah. They'd be worth two billion they in, would be, in five years. People would honestly do it yeah. because the people can't think for themselves. They're so mindless. And this—they're only paying five hundred dollars. But imagine the amount of people. There's babies born like every three seconds. Yeah. Could you imagine how many people you get? A, you get on a Zoom call. Oh my God! You charge. You Char- you charge for this Zoom call or a cameo, yep. and they're looking at pictures of your baby when they come out, and the three Kardashian girls or four, however many yeah. there are, they just name the child. And then you know, like that's an interactive experience. You go less, and you get a couple of names here. Oh my! Uh, they're advocates for gender neutral names. Names don't have a gender. That's it's a matchmaker. Saying. This it's is a, match a baby maker. matchmaking yeah. service. It's crazy. It's crazy. Genius. Now, one thing they are saying uh, is that uh, the names Ashley, Amber, and Amanda. 
are the new Margaret and Barbara. Ooh, that's two of my... They're old person names now. Ooh. Two of my three sisters named Ashley and Amanda. Yeah, that's not good for my wife. Old fogey. Really? Yeah, that's the, what you just told me. We don't claim well, Ashley. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You uh, just told me it was. Yeah, It's and then like they're saying Charlotte, Olivia, Penelope, Isabella. Those are the super popular, obviously, ones that are going on right now. Um... I want you all to text the dumbest name, although I guess your friend could be listening, the dumbest name in your friend group or your family that someone has decided to name their child. And we'll name the names right here. Truckwright.com text line 877-881-1053. If you're willing to say it, like this is just a stupid name that someone decided that you know. My dumbass sister named her child Poema. Worst name I've ever heard. Paloma? Close, right? P-O-E-M-A. Poema? Poema. Why? I don't remember her stupid hippie reason. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton, do you have one? If I still talk to her, I'd ask her. No, I oh, love all my friends' what? names. I love all of them. They're all fine. Although oh. Tommy's probably the worst. Tommy? Yeah, Tommy's I love Nick. Yeah. Nick. Nick's a cool guy. Okay, do you mm. have one? Trying to Someone think. in your friend group? I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't think I have anyone that it's just a terrible name. Yeah. You know, like some people will spell their names... In a quirky way, which I think can be kind of cool as a kid, but it's like, all right, you know, when they're 35, is that going to be, how's that going to look? But then again, everyone's doing that now, so I think it'll just be the norm. They all are, right. They're blowing it up, by the way. The name's Ledger, Talon, Leith, Duluth, Ranger. These are the names that the truckwreck.com fan text is in now. Wow. Okay. Uh, what is, but let's do the Stanley Cup one. You, you guys got a Stanley Cup at the Super Bowl. Oh, oh. No, we returned it. Oh, that's Stanley Cup. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I thought you were I thought oh, you were no. talking about the hockey yeah, one. No, 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 no. Yes, yes. Low T Center. The Stanley Cups. Yes. That you can buy in a store. Yes. Which are like, you know, some of these things are selling on eBay for three, four, five hundred dollars because they're they're limited edition. Yes. So people who have these are selling uh, this new trend is you. Can there, t- there are kids who want these to feel accepted. They want these to feel accepted. Parents are spending two, three, four, five thousand dollars to get their kids every single Stanley Cup, um, so they could feel like they have a different one for each day. Yeah, and they can feel accepted and really, really cool at Gir- school. Girls are bringing them like Prada bags to yeah. school. Like, look at all my Stanleys. Yeah. So now they're saying because a lot of people can't afford four or five hundred dollars for a, a limited edition mug. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. But they have no problem paying $150 to take a selfie with it. And people who own these Stanley Cups are selling selfie opportunities with the... I don't believe that. There is a private jet in Santa Monica where they rent it out for 15 minutes at a time so you could go in there and take photos of you in the private jet for social media. I have heard that. I have heard that, but a cup, a cup, it was just, I want, like I want the a World photo. Series trophy, the same thing. Yeah, you can pose with my Stanley Cup. I want my pink Stanley Cup. It's gonna match my outfit. I'm gonna be in a nice little park, man, or something, or a restaurant, and I'm gonna have my Stanley Cup. And they're charging 150 dollars for this thing. This is this is the angriest your segment has ever made me. <laughs> the last <laughs> 12 minutes are just very upsetting. How do you stop your children from getting caught up in a craze, in a storm? of social pressure. That's what I'm terrified of. Kristen hates this with the middle one, Addison. Like, she definitely is the, 
oh my gosh, gotta have it. Everybody else is getting it, gotta have it. Like, yeah. like I mean, she's doing this with the Stanley Cups right now, but she's doing it. She does it with everything. She's gotta, she's gotta have what everybody else has. She needs to be. And did we have that? You know what? What? What was that? P- probably a pair of shoes. Yeah. Maybe an album. You know, yeah. was it? Was it? Was it? Was it a piece of clothing? Was it a starter jacket? Something you had to have because everyone else. You felt the rush. You felt the craze. I mean, for y'all, like uh, y'all's age, go. what were they? Like Walkmans, like we, t- cassette yeah, players, Nintendos, yeah. Atari, yeah. Sega. Yeah. The original Sega. Nintendo. Sega. I was, <laughs> yeah. a, I was already in high school when Sega came oh out. Oh, my Peyton, goodness. Oh. Well, there wasn't as much pressure. Be- <laughs> there wasn't as much pressure for the gaming systems because it wasn't, like, online. Yeah, that's right? true. You couldn't con- you couldn't connect to play online. Starter jackets, I think, for me. That was that was the big one, those starter jackets. But I wanted one. It wasn't something where I was yeah. like, I don't really want it, but I feel like I need it to be cool. I'm trying to think of what that is. You know what I saw the other day? A Swatch watch. Remember those? No. Like they were like these. They were like the the, the, the clear watches. They had the clear band. The clear. Yeah. Yeah. Swatch they, they watch. They looked super cheap. Yeah. Yeah, but I saw some kid wearing one, and I was like, "Oh man, those things are back." I remember the first thing I remember like this for me growing up was Jinkos. You remember Jinkos? Oh, yeah, Everybody jeans. was like, "Well, I need a pair of Jinkos. I need those those baggy pants." Mm-hmm. Anything on the Fantex? Yeah, you get a, what about the, uh, what was iPhones. it, the Gigapets? Were those popular? Chia Pets? Chia Pets, there you go. No, 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 he's no. Talking no, no about, he's talking about like, no, and it's oh, not, Giga. it's Giga, Giga not uh, Jiga. It was Giga Pets and Tamagotchis. <laughs> All right, Jay-Z. So, yeah, Giga Pets. Yeah, I, the, the Giga Pets were pretty popular. JP. <laughs> All right, JP. <laughs> Blackberries, the Razor phone, the Livestrong bracelet. Yeah, everybody had the Livestrong bracelet. Right. Yeah, Dan, you and your you and your cancer support, you and your you and your pressure to support cancer. How dare you? Uh, Chopping it up. All right, Jason, <laughs> JP. During the expressway, that may beat the stroke right there. Maybe. All right, last one. Please, God. Uh, what is your uh, zodiac sign? Gemini. Scorpio. James Gemini Slater holds it against me every day. Gemini is May 21st to June 20th. Let's see if this is true. Uh, let's see. Uh, Who holds it against you? Slater. Like, she's like, oh, you're that, that means you're very sneaky and underhanded and devious. Yeah. And she's like, were you like borderline? It's like, no, June 15th. She's like, oh, you're hard, Gemini. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't have thought that about you. <laughs> this is uh, the, the, the turn on. Your turn on's based on your zodiac sign. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Bobby, you are a you are turned on by someone with a high IQ. Okay, is that true? <laughs> you're supposed sure. to immediately agree in case your wife is listening. Yeah, no, like I mean, like she she has a high IQ. I just like is that like the is that a draw? I don't know that that's a draw. Like uh, I think that you keep going to your therapist in part because you respect her intelligence. Oh yeah, she like she's smart and she will allow me to be combative. You're like highly that. curious and you want a highly verbal relationship, Ooh. or that's you're you're into. Yeah, because I can't read. Uh, Peyton, you and me have the same birthday. Well, uh, let's see, and we are Virgo. Yes. This this is absolutely uh, this is absolutely true for me. Feet. Uh, you <laughs> listed uh, uh, home videos. <laughs> Uh, dominance and uh, sending photos. Is this you or Wolchucks? That's what well, when's his birthday? What was the, the, what was the rest of what you were reading? So, uh, and, and then sending photos. Oh, so yes, it is. It absolutely is. Uh, Wolchucks. All right, give me mine. These yeah. are pretty, these are pretty accurate. Okay, and then you are uh, you a Scorpio? Yeah, 
Uh, so you identify your turn-ons as, ooh, uh, dirty. A partner that's been to therapy and, like, no cosplay. That's Bobby. No. Cosplay. Cosplay. (laughs) Who's our last producer? Jeff? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Me and Jeff. Me and Jeff going to the same type of freak shows. No, that was way off for me. Accurate for the rest of y'all. Okay. All right. So that's what it says. Like, you have no interest. I mean, dirty talk is great for everyone, I feel like. Yeah. You have no interest in sharing uh, the bed with someone who can't talk about their feelings. Is that true? Well, my wife is, I mean, she's she's an ice cube. She's she's stone cold blooded. She can talk about her feelings, but uh, it's not like in any warm am, type of way. I am more intimidated by Amanda than maybe anybody else that I know in my life. She, <laughs> oh, really? When I told her that I, I thought she, she had she messed up, when I thought she had messed up the uh, Danucci Tolo sweater, like she had spelled it wrong, she made a beeline, and I feared for my life. We have to relive the misery of the Mavericks ending. It's also a Meet Church Wednesday. That's all next here on Sean and RJ. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 